0: a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. I'm Saffir Master. My pronouns are him his and he. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers.
1: So what are we drinking today?
0: We're drinking a drink called the Excelsior Special. It was made originally at the Excelsior Hotel. And it's one and a half ounces of sweet vermouth, three quarters of an ounce of dry vermouth, three quarters of an ounce of Campari, and an ounce and a half of soda with an orange slice.
1: Yum. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a bladder in a slice, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's a nice, light, yeah, that's definitely an aperitif type. Definitely. Nice, start-the-day kind of drink. Yeah. Yeah, I like it.
1: Can't just have a drink. We have to talk about mystical, magical, spiritual... Spiritual. ...sex. Yeah, we have spiritual.
0: To. Like... You know the the COVID time, the weeks just melding into each other. Yeah, and we're thriving in this time. Actually, mm. just soaking up all the time we get to spend together and be creative together, and then play together. Yeah, and it's such a exciting thing. We had we had what were those called? Dumplings today we had for a snack. Yeah, we and they,
1: they're called they're called Bob. Bob. So good. And so uh, these are Chinese Szechuan little soup bowls that you
0: steam. Dumpling soup bowls or whatever. They're fantastic. They are. So we were starving. We had been working all morning, and we, you know, it's such a joy just to sit beside you, and we're working, and we're kind of bantering occasionally, and then we have this snack, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to go to walk and then I'm going to come back and use you. (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, that is awesome. That's yeah. an awesome wife.
1: Yes, it is. But it's not just that I get to use you. It's that the way our sexual encounters occur take us out of our bodies.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's yeah. really
1: I said it's weird, but then I said it's no it's it's mystical, it's magical. It mystical it's is a good word. Spiritual. It's just it is. got it's just got another experience of connection that Transcends anything that I've ever experienced in a sexual context before.
0: Yeah, I, and it's
1: not like we haven't been having sex a lot. Like we yeah. back every day for two and a half years. <laughs> I know, but it's now just getting to a point of like complete ethereal.
0: It's it's you know, you know we talked about this the other night, and because we are doing the work, and and are we're committed to creating this fantastic dynamic yeah we both really are committed to that and it's crazy because there's no concern there's nothing in the way of us experiencing you know it's not like we have this carefree life that has no problems we have problems like everybody else it's covid time you know there's lots of things that are going on right and but that's not the concern, you know, we don't put our energy in that because what's no. so is whatever's what's so, and we deal with it, right? Yeah. And then when we get to playtime, it's playtime. Yes. Nothing else is matters. No. Nothing else is taking up the space. Yeah. We're not consumed by to do lists or what oh, there's ifs nothing there's nothing or yeah in the, buts. There's nothing know? in the space. No. At all. It's just blank until until you touch me, and then game on. It starts. It's yeah. awesome. It's it's really quite. Superb. I come so hard. I know. I do. I know. You know,
1: I've been cultivating this for a while, and, and now I'm experiencing these extraordinary, long, prolonged, climactic orgasms. It's mm. quite remarkable.
0: Yeah, like today, like what you were saying about that electrical feeling yes. inside, I was feeling that today. Really? Yeah, just this. Uh, yeah, it was. Pretty crazy quite remarkable yeah and and you know i just love it so yeah and i, I don't know you.
1: what else to say about it
0: <laughs> they, they aren't i know people are tired of are. Sexes, but it's so fucking good it's blissful yeah it's great and i i just wish everyone to have the same type of experience for themselves yeah um when and, you know a lot that. a
1: lot of our coaching is around that you're right, you're right. A lot of our coaching is around not the sex, but the work that's required. Yeah,
0: it's not the to mechanics. To create the
1: context that gives you space to have outrageous sex. Because
0: it, mechanics are mechanics. People can learn mechanics yeah. and do different things, and everyone has different interests and, and hard limits and those kind of things. It's not the mechanics. It's not like if you whip me better, that's going to make no, no. all
1: those concerns go away. It's not tips away. or techniques. No. We have a workshop coming up yes. on December 3rd Yep. on Dating Kinky. Yes. And it's got limited space, so if you're interested in hearing more about what's required to create a context
0: for the kind of sex lives that we experience. And, and really, this workshop is about c- creating space for all relationships. Mm-hmm. So this is... Yes, we're kinksters, so we're going to cater towards the kink community. However, this training is good for vanillas, for any type of relationship that you have that is not even intimate or sexual. I mean, this is, this is for everything. Yeah. This is the whole ball of wax, and that's what we talk about when we're doing the work. It's not like I'm just doing the work with you. I'm right. living this work throughout my whole life. Yeah. And it creates a context for outrageous sex. Yes, it does. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. So you can find the link to register for the class mm-hmm. on FetLife on Lady Petra's page or my page on Correct. SelfMaster. Or you can slide over to Dating Kinky and go to their events page. And go page. to their events page yep. and scroll down to December third. It's called What's in Your Kinky Toolbox. Yep. And you should register because the class is starting to fill up. Yep. And there's a limited number of spaces.
0: And it's free for the first 500 people. That's why it's filling up. Yep. And that's why it's filling up. But it's a great time during COVID to work on this.
1: It is. So join us. Yes. So chapter
0: 12. Yeah. It didn't make it any better for me on how I feel about him. I'm kind of hating this book right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think I really. I didn't think it would go in the direction it did either.
1: No, I think I'm really disliking Gordon intensely. You know.
0: It's just not consensual. I mean. No,
1: it's well beyond consent. Actually, what happens in this chapter is abusive. Absolutely. It's violent rape.
0: Yeah, violent. I mean, and she uses the word. This is her lover, right? And she uses the word, I was raped.
1: Yeah. He takes her into a, an alley and he makes her pee in public, which is humiliating to her. Mm-hmm. And, and, he then he, and then he does it again, but this time, while her pants are down, while she's squatting down near the ground, he grabs her violently and pushes her up against the wall and rapes her.
0: And, and he picks a location that's disgustingly dirty so that what he's doing to her symbolizes the dirtiness.
1: Yeah, it's just, just, it's
0: just it's, really... It's,
1: it's very humiliating yeah. to her.
0: And she's symbolizing it the whole time. Yeah. You know, because that's what she can focus on while she's being raped. Right. She's sort of picking up details.
1: Yeah. And then afterwards, the way that he sort of deals with her, he refuses to let her clean herself. He, He then has sex with her, then brings her to orgasm. She talks about being pleasured
0: by him. Yeah, but she still sounds, the way she describes it, she does reference that in a way. She doesn't quite use those words, but she references it. But she is disconnected sounding.
1: She is. There's a lot of conversation in this chapter about the relevance of her distance from her father. And, yeah. and what Gordon does is he sort of ties it all together that her search for this Daniel o. T character was really her just searching for her father like a replacement for her father yeah and then he implies that her mother was really cruel to her for you know which there's no evidence of that but it's all in the world of covering up his own you know in, intention to punish and humiliate and and abuse her
0: abuse her yeah yeah and he's i mean it's even more apparent now his emotional, sadistic behavior. And and as a psychotherapist or, you know, psychiatrist, psychiatrist yeah. he's using his skills to manipulate I and mean, make... I
1: think so, too. I it's think, terrible. Yeah, I think that the picture you're getting of this guy from the first time he met her where he raped her on the bench, and she references that experience in this episode, mm-hmm. this chapter as well, but from the very first time that he met her, there's something about, you know, raping her in public that's extremely arousing to him. And, you know, rape isn't sex. Rape is a violent assault, Yeah. right? So he gets his rocks off very quickly. It's a minute, no more, you know? Yeah. And the same thing now, except now, what he's done is he's learned enough about her and he's gotten her to a point of compliance sufficient yeah. that she doesn't even call out. He's hurting her. He's got her arm twisted behind her. He's got her, mm-hmm. her arm pushed up against her. He's pushing her face into the wall. Yep. And he's raping her. Now, granted, it only takes a minute, but she's so conditioned to not complain.
0: Like she she makes a point about saying she didn't want to make a sound to draw attention. Yes. But it's not like they had an agreement at any point to no. say, yeah, I really like the idea of you you know, raping me and, and yeah. making me feel like you're taking me without my... Permission.
1: It's not a consent, non consent experience. No. It's a non consent experience. Yes. There's no consent in it. Yeah. And she is sort of numb after the rape, and he takes her home, and she's sort of unable to process what's going on, Mm -hmm. and, and he, you know, makes a big play of not letting her wash anything about her hands and then he tells her to lay down and then he fucks her but after he fucks her he says well how come you weren't more like resistant like what like you don't normally you you didn't struggle at all this time
0: well like he's looking for that
1: yeah and a lot of the way he talks to her is
0: really about ways he can punish her well and he does things like he started like he pre this was premeditated because she said for a while early on in their, because they've only been together like four months, so early on in their relationship, he would he started to bring up the Lulu and the bathroom time. Yeah. And then he kind of dropped it for a while. Right. He would remind her to go to the bathroom, but he wouldn't focus on it. And then he started really focusing on it, like following her into the bathroom in a conversation and sitting in front of her while she's peeing and then would later find ways to humiliate her, like in public, by just talking openly about, why do you just pee straight? Why don't you do it in Little tinkles. little tinkles, dealt right. more delicately. And why don't you do this? And and all of that leading to a public, the humiliation of her peeing in public, and then taking her. Yes, I mean he he, he, it was kind he did like all this whole, of that.
1: It was like this whole like dance that he like created in his head, and then he lived into this, you know, sense of personal avoiding being humiliating and then humiliating her about it and then humiliating her in public more than once to do it and then raping her as a result,
0: like it turned him on
1: to put her through this torment.
0: And he wanted her to struggle. And and he, it has so many, there's signs of this sadistic behavior, but he's a narcissist. I mean, he does things like he gaslights her all the time. Yeah. Like all the time. To make her feel like she's wrong or she's crazy for thinking the way she's thinking or well about he her mother pesters for example. her right. until she gets frustrated enough to blurt something out which could be related or not related, but she just does it because she's tired of the badgering
1: right right
0: And it's just it's
1: very abusive behavior yeah he's he's domineering, he's abusive, he's narcissistic. yeah he he's got violent criminal intent.
0: You well, know. and he has a history of... And he
1: has a history raping of... Raping
0: his sisters and... Exactly.
1: Now, I've I i I've come to despise him. I really have.
0: Yeah, it's creepy.
1: Yeah, chapter 12. Another short chapter. Chapter 12, I think, is the nail in the coffin for me, for Gordon. Like, I can't <laughs> like him after this. I can't.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is only four months.
1: Into their relationship. Yeah. Right.
0: This is relatively new. Yeah, and it's just it's disturbing.
1: Well, I think the thing that that's interesting for me is that I look at it and I think to myself, you know, what would their dynamic be like after several years of this kind of abuse? Like, would she would she be able to survive that type of ongoing? Yeah, because abuse? he
0: keeps upping the ante too. Yeah. So the reality is, it's it over several years, it's going to get a lot more dark, I mean, a lot darker than it is now. Yeah. Because he has. He needs that, it seems, as a stimulus for him right, to stay and even interested.
1: Yeah, and he says to her, I'm going to keep you for a long time. And I'm, going I'm to not be going re- to let you go. I'm and going I'm, to torture I'm you. I'm going to be really cruel to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's
1: very odd.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: You know, like, like I think about it in the context of our dynamic, and I think about, you know, we have a DS dynamic and mm-hmm. we have... It's not really master or slave, but we definitely have a power exchange.
0: Yeah, it's a twenty four seven power 24/7. exchange. It's twenty four seven,
1: right? But but we don't there's there's not a context of cruelty in it.
0: Right. We there's respect and there's respect for each other's roles and, and how we interact in our dynamic and right. there, and uh, we take responsibility for the health of our dynamic and right. I mean none of that is even part of his context.
1: No, and I'm a sadist and you're a masochist. Yeah. And that's all true. Yes. And it's nothing like what's occurring
0: there. No. Because that's not a power dynamic. That's actually... That's abuse. It's abusive. That's, you know. And that's what's weird. I guess people might say, well, this sounds like a power But to me it doesn't. Because no. part of healthy kink relationships is consent. Yes. And I'm not a, opposed to the rape if that's an agreed upon you know, decision that they have an agreement around. Right. If they have an agreement, people do that. I mean, that is some things people do. Yes. And, but that's not what's happening at all. No. And they don't even have agreements about humiliation. She just lets it happen. Now, she could, and maybe the book's not alluding to it, because I don't think the rape is ever consensual, because of the way she uses her words, yes, right? Yes. But maybe they've talked about humiliation. But I really don't think they've ever had any agreement at any point, other well, than him just meeting her and using her the way he wants to use her.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of conversation about their dynamic from a consent standpoint. There's no. there's no conversation anywhere no. in the book where you where you get the sense that they're operating inside of agreements. Mhm. No. There's just he's taken her. There's just
0: abuse happening to her. Basically yes. that's what's happening. And because of how she views herself or her own filters and stories in her own life, she and she likes part of it because she likes the attention and there's so she's got a lot of stories running in the background. Sure. She goes with it.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't I mean, know what
0: her stopping point is going to be like her hard limit because she's going with things that are pretty psychologically major.
1: Yeah. I don't know th- I don't know that we get a sense of her in this. No. Really. We don't get a sense of Maybe that's why it's called Gordon. <laughs> maybe yeah. Uh, we don't get a sense of her dealing with what's occurring. We get that she gets quiet or we get that she doesn't argue. We get that she argues, but we don't get that sense of how this is impacting her. Like, what's her, what's happening to her esteem, her self-esteem
0: mm-hmm. during this
1: process? We don't, right. we don't get, we don't get wind of that.
0: Mm-mm. And it doesn't seem they talk about that because he doesn't care no. about her feelings at all. No, he, he, you know, he. Anytime she brings up how he's being cruel to her. He dismisses it and says, yes. oh, poor child, or something like this. Yeah, my
1: poor child. Why are he you so cool to me? He has a textbook
0: statement that he says to basically shut her up. Right. So he can continue to gaslight, continue to be a narcissist, continue to be statistically, emotionally sadistic with her. Yeah. I mean, it's really all about him. Yes. Completely. Yeah. And that he is doing everything he can right now, even with Oteague, her other uh, lover, to diminish him. To the point where she's, you know, because she's starting to question, why am I with him? Right. He's doing that. He's manipulating.
1: Yeah, he's a very bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I have to
0: say about it. Me too. (laughs) That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers!